It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here. Patrick Royce joins me as usual and uh, busy sports viewing weekend. It's not again. It's not going to slow down. Um, we'll get to the big Tuesday up ahead here in a little bit, Patrick. <laughs> but I want to. I want to start. Uh, I want to start the day with uh, with Twins opening weekend. And you know, if we had impressions of this team, you know, going into the weekend, didn't really know what to. They didn't know what to expect necessarily. Um, I, I don't know how much we can learn from three games, but from what you saw, Patrick, what what do you make so far of the on-field product this year? I like the lineup. I mean, uh, Kirloff's not at, at any hits. He's going to hit for sure. Sano's same old Sano. He's uh, striking out two-thirds of the time. And, uh you know, he's going to have to run into one here pretty uh, soon. Those people are going to have to get, you know, stay on his back here. But uh, uh, I, I like the lineup. I mean, Correa's, a, we've seen that already. He's a very good shortstop and he'll get some hits. And uh, I, uh, I, Ursula, they, they're going to play him against lefties the way it looks and the rise against righties. I was a little surprised yesterday that they DH'd uh, Jeffers. Uh, and you know, on the day he wasn't catching, I know a lefty was pitching, but uh, I thought for sure a rise would be your DH on those days. And they just let Red Jeffers take the day off, but I like the lineup. Uh, I mean, Buxton was, uh, had, um, two bad days until he hit the home run that they thought might win the game on, uh, you know, on Saturday. And then, uh, Duffy came in and, uh, and blew it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, right now. You look at it, and uh, what would you say? The starting pitching—it's really hard to judge the starting pitching. uh, With with nobody's going to go more than five, and if you're lucky, Sonny Gray looked okay. Uh, I thought Ryan did look shaky, and I thought over over kind of straightened himself out yesterday and pitched okay, but he wasn't as good as he was last year. But it's you know they. They have very limited innings in spring training, so it's hard to say where the pitching is. Uh, I think the highlight of the pitching in the three days was Duran coming in and uh, yes. getting, walking two guys and throwing a wild pitch and then blowing three guys away and for strikeouts. That was probably the highlight. But I don't know. They're, uh, the trouble with them is, Mike, they're not going to be – better than too many teams you know they're going to be as good as a lot of teams i think but there's there's you know six teams in a league when they play them you're going to expect them to get beat you know so uh i I don't think that they're they're a very middling team they might win 80 as you know if buxton plays as i said last week they'll win 84 and if buxton doesn't play they'll win 75 so uh yeah uh, but uh, I, I I don't know. I don't have really real impressions. My real impression is that the people are uh, really down on them. Uh, they didn't sell out the opener, and then they had 17,000 Saturday and Sunday when the weather wasn't terrible opening weekend. Uh, so, uh, and somebody made this point. I was looking at the comments in the strip last night just to see what people were saying about the power display and everything. And uh, somebody pointed out that when they lost on Saturday, on Saturday, or maybe it was Friday, 
there were 200 and some comments ripping them. And then when they hit six home runs yesterday, there was like one third of that many, you know, oh, that's, that's always how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, the public is, is, is hard to, uh, you know, the, the people who respond in uh, newspapers are the, uh, are, are generally the critics, but, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, there's not much celebration going on in the twins right now. And, uh, it's funny, you know, this, this whole idea that, uh, you know, I wrote a column, uh, about two days before Correa uh, got handed to them that, uh, that they had made, they had had a bad year of blunders, but we do, we should go back to the fact that in 2019 and 2020, they had uh, teams that won 137 and lost uh, 85. So it's it's yeah, last year was bad, but it's not a you know it's not a indictment that these guys don't have any idea what they're doing or anything. You know, right. it's but that's that seems to. Uh, that seems to be the impression that they're really floundering around. I, I think the fact that, uh, that they don't go out and get a real established, you know, they got one sunny gray, but, uh, they don't, you know, they, I saw one of the things was they didn't need Carlos Rodon because huh? he pitches right. his first game and has 12 strikeouts and five innings. Well, they, you know, they get, I don't know if they tried to get him, but they got outbid, but, uh, I, I they, they got a lot of work to do with the public. And of course we talked about this yesterday. The Dodgers are here for two games and they're in they're the, the you get the Dodgers to come to town and if they come to town in July, you draw thirty thousand by accident. Uh but uh Tuesday and Wednesday you'll probably be about nine thousand for each of those games. So it's supposed to be weather's supposed to be terrible too, but I don't know. I think, you know, I, I think uh, getting the shortstop changed uh, every, should have changed most of our impressions of this team. It's a, it's a pretty good club. I, I think that I, I like the lineup. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake for 24 seven gaming, fun restaurants and bars and luxurious hotel rooms and join club M to bask in the rewards. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Yeah, the lineup's good. I think, you know, they, like a lot of teams early in the season, you can't judge them off of those first two games where they struggled. And then the pitching, though, we, we still, we've, we, there's no getting around how many questions there are in the pitching staff. And you saw it, especially, you know, when you make, you can tell how, how much in flux the plan is by, when they traded their best relief pitcher, you know, 24 hours essentially before yeah. opening day and trading Taylor Rogers for Chris Paddock and, you know, getting Pagan in that deal as well. Um, you can tell how, I guess, how kind of in flux or how, how much they still feel like they had to work on the pitching when they make that move. And it shows up right away. I mean, I don't know if they, you know, it's hindsight to say, do you win Saturday's game? You know, it's just one out of 162. Do you win Saturday's game if you've got, Taylor Rogers pitching the ninth instead of Tyler Duffy. I don't know. Duffy's a good pitcher, but I think they're going to, they're going to be really as good as Duran was in that first outing. You know, after he gave up those two hits and the wild pitch, um, those two hits were pretty hard hit. And then all of a sudden he just bears down and gets them, <clears throat> gets them out the rest of the way. They are going to struggle in the bullpen this year. And that's, it's going to, that to me is going to be the story of the year. And it's going to make this year a frustrating year in a lot of ways, more than it is a bad year. Yeah, I saw that Pagan pitch yesterday. I watched, I actually uh, saw that inning, and uh, 
And, uh, you know, he got them out and, uh, and the boys on TV were excited, but there was about three breaking balls there that if somebody had been in mid season form, they might've been, you know, he's a, he, he's a, he strikes out a lot of guys. He doesn't walk anybody, but he gives up an ungodly number of home runs. And I saw about three breaking balls in that inning saying, yeah, okay. Now I know where those come from. <laughs> They, they were up and they were there and uh they just you know some nobody hit them but uh yeah i agree with you i, th- I think that that's my impression too is uh you know you got two lefties theo bar and uh i always mispronounce his name Kyle bay or whatever it is but uh you know i, I talked to theo bar about that and he said well if you look at our division it's all right-handed he said so we won't get a lot of work in those, in those games, but, uh, uh, still, uh, you know, that's not enough. Here's the other thing, Mike, this could be the only club in the the world when your roster is reduced by two players in, on, uh, the first of May, uh, they will have more, position players than they have now with a 28 man roster. They're going to have more position players with a 26 man roster than they have with a 28 man roster. Cause uh, you, the limit of pitchers you can have May 1st is 13 right now. They got 16 pitchers. It's amazing. It's, it's ridiculous. But uh, you said you were going to puke. If that happened, did you puke? Uh, no, I didn't, but I did. Uh, I tried to put as much disgust as possible in my voice when I asked uh, Falvey to confirm it the day before the season started. So, I mean, not Falvey, uh, uh, Rocco. Rocco, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It's, you know, like the Winder kid hasn't, he hasn't pitched yet. So, <laughs> what's he no. here? Starting in St. Paul because he's a, he's a starting pitcher. It's a ridiculous to, to, uh, you know, that's another thing they do. They love to take guys with starting pitcher potential and turn them into relievers. And then they, then when they need us, need them as a starter, they say, wow, we got to build them back up again. We got to build them back up again. So uh, I, I, you know, their, their, their handling of pitching is, uh, it's very questionable. And uh, they're, they're, I, I agree with you. I think the, they, they do have some starter options, but Chris Archer really going to, come back from uh i wrote about this uh thoracic outlet syndrome surgery nobody else does and uh you know and also uh uh i i you know the two rookies are still learning their trade and sunny gray's okay and uh you know dylan bundy had one of the worst years ever uh, so yeah they're they got serious pitching problems there's no doubt about it speaking of which um I don't know if you saw Hunter Green made his debut, did all right. Uh, I think it was five innings, three runs, seven strikeouts. Wouldn't yeah. uh, wouldn't look too bad in the rotation right now if they'd made a different decision in the 2017 draft when Royce Lewis went number one overall. Hunter Green, the pitching phenom, went number two. Royce Lewis will be playing for AAA uh, St. Paul, they open their home schedule to uh, Tuesday night. That's part of the, uh, it's part of Super Tuesday, Patrick. It's uh, yeah. it's unbelievable. Let Everything's say, going. 
Uh, Lewis got off to a good start, uh, by the way. I'm glad they got him in AAA. They're kind of pushing him now. He missed last season, and he had a good weekend. I mean, he had a good week in Louisville. They all did. They scored a bunch of runs down there, and he had a bunch of hits and hit home runs. So, uh, you know, he's on the way. I, I, I think you can, you know, they, they obviously got a bad break when, uh, when uh, you know, he missed last season. But I believe, hasn't Hunter Green already had uh, the Tommy John or something, and he's coming back from it now? I think he had a, I think he had an arm problem, and now he's coming back. And, yeah, it's it probably would be nice to have him. But, uh, yeah, Super Tuesday, I, I looked because, you know, the Saints went on the road and they're playing these six-game series. So I looked to see, okay, let's see. That's right. They're home. And they they went five and one at six 37 PM is their listed starting time. Tuesday home opener at beautiful CHS field. Three minutes later, twins Dodgers. And then uh, 25 minutes later than that, uh, the wild hosting Connor McDavid in Edmonton. And then at eight 40, if we're lucky, the, uh, the Timberwolves and the uh, and the Clippers in the in the play-in game. So I was just we we've talked a lot about how busy the sports schedule is around here, and I think to have all that going on as a Tuesday tells us how busy the sports schedule is around here. It's amazing. It really is. It's it should be a fun night um, <clears throat> unless you're working on the Star Tribune copy desk, in which <laughs> case it'll be a, a night to a night to to bunker down hunker down and uh just plow through all of those things that are going to be written but obviously the biggest one in all that we should talk about this for a little bit is the play-in game the wolves finished their regular season sunday um lost to the bulls but very few of their starters played in that game they were you know, everybody was kind of a lot of the nba wanted this sunday to be kind of this you know big spectacle but there weren't a whole lot yes. of games of consequence unfortunately uh, you know I, I think i don't know we might have determined two seedings or something in the two two conferences i actually went to the first half last yesterday and uh i mean the uh the bulls were playing even more scrubs than the uh than the timberwolves were the timberwolves started kind of started their lineup except for d'angelo who's not who's now they said non-COVID illness after he had some other injury, right? And missed several games. And then Cat, of course, didn't play, which he shouldn't have played. But, but man, they were horrible until about the middle of the third quarter. And then uh, the, the Scrabinis, uh, uh made it into a kind of a entertaining, meaningless game for both teams. But, boy, there was a if – the, if the NBA's idea, Mike, was to get rid of tanking, they uh, – I think by adding more teams, they've they increased the motives for tank, tanking. For instance, the Bucs were desperately trying to lose so they could fall to third so they wouldn't have to play the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets if the Nets win the plan, right? If they yes. win the game – they wanted the Celtics to get stuck with them. So, and the Celtics probably would have tried to lose, except they went to Memphis and Memphis played nobody. Right. It was, uh, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a complete waste of all their time to uh, come in with this plan and thinking that uh, would be, uh, you know, what it, it's, this is a bad break for the Wolves. I mean, they finally have a playoff team top 
eight team uh, for the second time since 2004. And now they got to win the game to get into the playoffs. And I don't know. I saw the, uh, you know, Paul George is back and I saw the Clippers with their scrubs last night, one by 52. So uh, I don't know. I was more confident a week ago when we talked about this game than I am now. I, I, you know, they played that horrible defensive game against the Wizards. Then they played okay uh, against San, uh, San Antonio. But uh, I don't know. I, you know, D'Angelo has like disappeared. I think he's the key here. I, and, and, and he cannot be trusted. He's, there was, I was talking to a couple of guys last night, Johnny Kay and, uh, and Jason. And there was about a month when I was thinking, you know, he's better than I thought he was, D'Angelo. And then he just disappears again. And he, before he disappeared, he was playing terrible again. If he's going to be terrible, they could lose to both the Clippers and the Spurs and not make the playoffs. Yeah. First of all, I, I heard from a reliable source that Popovich was P.O.'d by that fiasco the other night when uh, they put uh, Edwards back in so he could get 50 points. Try to get him 50, yeah. Somebody who hangs around down there uh, heard him uh, expressing uh, his uh, disgust with that, so – you know, one of the best coaches in NBA history, if he gets a chance to come in here and figure something out, it, it could, I, I don't know. I'm less confident in these guys than I was even, you know, 10 days ago. I, I, I don't know why last night they, they, they played the regulars and they were brutal and, uh, you know, gave up 70 points in the first half or something. And, uh, they didn't, I mean, they didn't play a lot, but they played them most of the first quarter. And Edwards is just throwing up crazy shots. And, uh, and uh, you know, I know it was a garbage time game, but uh, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not terribly confident in these guys right now. I, I just didn't like the looks of them the last two or it's about three out of the last four games. And Russell, I don't know. He's, I don't, nobody else is paying a, there's not a max player in a league, uh, more, less valuable than this guy. I don't think it's, uh, he's, he's, he can get a beat all by himself if he doesn't show up and play on uh, Tuesday night and play well and not be a, you know, three for 15 and not guard anybody with, there's a possibility. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting. I was just looking at the opening lines for the play in games, Wolves are favored but only by two and a half over yes. the clippers and they are the they're the they're the lightest of the favorites of all the uh, the early uh, of the of the four uh, play in games you got brooklyn favored by seven and a half over cleveland the hawks four and a half over the hornets and the pelicans favored by five and a half over the spurs really um, yes they really they are based on what what do they have they're Maybe. terrible I don't know. They well, they got. I mean, they got CJ McCollum who got who got, got that McCollum midseason down. trade. Brandon Ingram. There's talk that Zion might play too. So oh, yeah, what a fraud that yeah. guy. Is. Yeah, one of the big frauds in history. I guess he's a bad guy too. They, uh, you know, the legend is he. You know, he doesn't do. He doesn't rehab. He doesn't do his work. He doesn't. He doesn't give a damn. Just one of those privileged dookies. Yeah. Bet against Popovich at your own uh, 
It's yes. your own uh, peril, I guess, in that game. But yeah, two and a half over the Clippers. That feels that feels about right. You got the home court. You were yeah. the better team record wise by you know a handful of games. You finished forty six and thirty six. But I mean, like we've talked about plenty. They lost three times early in the year to the Clippers when the Clippers were, you know, having Paul George. They were at full strength. The Wolves were a different team back then. They were still trying to figure themselves out, and they got better as the year went on. But yeah, I, I feel like this game is basically a a toss-up at this point. Um, I, I'm more confident in them still being able to win a second one, whether it's New Orleans or San Antonio. I still feel like they'd be a pretty heavy favorite in that game and would get that one and still get into the playoffs. But at that point, then you're going to play the Suns in the first round instead of the Grizzlies. Yes. And I mean, in both cases, it's they're there and they're not going to win that series. But if they beat the Clippers, I'd, I would give them a chance to at least have a competitive series against Memphis just based on how they match up and what Memphis's pedigree is. And, and you know, they, Hey, you obviously don't have a chance against the Suns, but uh, the other thing is you would, you, you, I mean, if you have to play two extra games yeah. and then all of a sudden show up to play the Suns next Sunday, it could be 50, you know? Uh, so uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's imperative for them to win Tuesday night, even if they back into the, you know, playoffs by winning the second of those stupid play-in games, uh, which I, I think this thing's asinine, but, uh, you know, you're not going to change it now. So uh, I, I don't know. I just uh, – who's going to who's gonna guard Paul George? Maybe Jaden McDaniels? I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I mean, he's, he'll probably get three fouls in the first quarter because i know he's done better at not following people but he's not going to get any calls when he's guarding Paul George. so uh uh yeah i i, I don't know it's gonna cat's gonna have to be huge and uh and uh you know cat's gonna have to play great and russell's gonna have to be an asset instead of a liability so and the guy i'm gonna guy i'm gonna be watching is pat bev that guy is uh he got ejected from game 82 um and now he's got, uh, you know, he's going against his old oh, team. He, he ejected last night. I yes, he did. He sure did. What? When did he do that? Saturday? I didn't. I didn't see when it was, but uh, he he definitely. Was, he, he was still in the game. Uh, must have been in the. I think it was early on the court. From it must the have been early third quarter. Yeah. Oh, they were. Uh, yeah, I didn't. They were mad at. Uh, they were whining at the officials uh, the the whole game because uh, I don't know why in a garbage game like that, but they were barking at him in the first half. So Finch got on him a couple of times too. But um, yeah, so that's great, Pat. Maybe one of those guys will show up and have a chance to, you know, give you the short end of the stick like those NBA referees do. You know, so right. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I did not see that. I was when I got home. I didn't really watch the second half. I watched the Yankees and the Dod and the Red Sox. So okay, that must have the best five hours of your life. Or how long did that game last? I don't know. You know, there was uh, the uh, I, I was looking at a lot of the times. Uh, I don't think we had any four hour ones yet. So uh, most of them are going about you know three oh eight to three twenty something like that. We can, we can put up with a little over three, right? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we're used to that. Three forty is uh, is a little bit. Twins game went. Uh, Twins game yesterday was dragging, but if you're hitting home runs, nobody gets mad. So no. But uh, I don't know. I'm a little more. Uh, I'm a little more into this baseball season than I thought I was going to be. You know, 
I've been looking at the box scores and uh, checking out uh, various things. I'm, 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 they got me uh, in the early part of the season. They got me looking at them. So we'll see if that lasts or not. Wild. We should talk wild. Then we're going to talk masters at the finish here. Wild <laughs> falls down three, nothing to the, the Kings uh, early in the, that game last night. And then they end up winning six to three. They have a mad rally. Um, Kaprizov, my goodness, he's up to 42 now. He's tied the franchise yeah. record with, you know, with a lot of games left in this. He's 11 games left in this season. He's tied that with 42. Outside shot at 50, I guess, with the pace he's been on right now. And he's got yeah. he's got a beat on 100 points, too, because he only needs, I think, 11 points to get to 100. So, you know, a point a game over these last 11. I mean, man, that, that guy, for as good as, for as much as we talk about him, I don't even know if we talk about him enough because that guy is a superstar already that just just you know when was the last time someone came in and just lived up to all the hype here because he's he's done that he's 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 so good yeah he is he's changed the franchise there's no doubt about that i mean they didn't have uh i was talking to micheletti uh you know a few weeks ago and said and he said that uh you know when they go into the third period you no longer have to say how in the hell are these guys going to score a goal? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, for years here before this guy got here, it was okay. Who's going to get one Zucker, you know, who's going to, you know, if somebody gets one, it'll be an accident. Right. And uh, it's not that way now. I mean, uh, they got firepower and uh, they use it a little more often than uh, they probably would like to. Right. I mean, (laughs) yeah, you don't want to, you want to fall behind three, nothing usually, but Hey, you know, sometimes, if you can come back from it, that's an asset. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good. It's just amazing to me that the NBA season is over and these guys still got eleven games left. I know because the yeah. NBA finished a week before the uh, NHL did. I mean, the NBA always finished a week after the NHL did, and now because of the hockey break that they have, the Olympic break that they never never needed uh, was uh, you know they're they're running way late here. They're they got to have what three weeks left. Yeah, I think it's about right. I think it's the end of end of this month that they're done because Wild still has eleven Boy. games left, so they're going to they're yeah. cramming them in too. Man, we've we've talked about that. I mean, they had that their last forty one games were over the last like we're in like eighty one days or something. So they're playing April thirtieth is uh, the last games, and then the, they're supposed to crown the Stanley Cup winner at the end of June. So yes. they got to play. They're going to be boom, 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 boom every other night. There's no breaks, man. Unless you unless you get rid of somebody early, it's going to be. Uh, they got to let's see. You got to the winning teams got to win. Uh, you, you know, generally speaking, you play twenty five or six games to win the cup, right? You go, you know, win sixteen and lose ten or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, twenty six games in uh, sixty days. That's yeah, a, that's a lot of hockey. So, it is uh, a lot of hockey. <clears throat> There's a lot of golf over the weekend too, Patrick. Before we get out of here, we should probably talk about the Masters. I don't know how much you I bet you watched quite a bit of that. I was really interested in it, especially early. I got swept up in the the Tiger comeback and the Thursday. I mean, he looked, you know, he I wouldn't say he looked like his old self, but he was doing some of those old things, making a lot of those par saves that we got accustomed to, but wore down as the weekend went on. And uh Scotty Scheffler sure did not wear down he's he's playing amazing right now isn't he yeah, four wins in those last six turns <laughs> it's uh, it's, uh I, they were rattling off 
yesterday. The guys who have one of those who have won one of those world golf events and a major, and won four tournaments in a year. And there's nine of them, and eight of them are Tiger Woods, and the other one is Scheffler. Wow. You know? <clears throat> And the season is just starting, really. Uh, well, actually, they play. Uh, they they have the wraparound now, so they're probably halfway done at least. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was everybody got a thrill Thursday that he uh, played good. Uh, I I mean, he's also God smiles on him on the golf course, man. That shot at eighteen Thursday he should have made nine. He hits this screaming line drive into the jungle goes over there and invents some way to get a drop and hits it up and makes one of the great pars of his life to keep his round going. Uh, but you never saw him hitting the ball. Like you thought he was a serious threat to finish in the top five or anything. No. I mean, it, it's, and uh, obviously he's in a lot worse shape than we even, you know, when he showed up to play, you assume that, okay, he's, you know, he's a, he'll be dragging his foot a little, but, you know, by, by the weekend, he was helpless and, uh, you know, shot 78, 78. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a grinder of a golf course to be walking up the hills and, you know, and stuff on, uh, when the wind was howling, like it was there Thursday, Saturday and Sunday, they, Augusta once again showed that even, you know, they've had some, really low score shot there in recent years and uh but when they get the wind blowing they can still defend themselves pretty good and saturday it was howling now rory goes out and shoots 64 yesterday. yeah how about that but uh i i think the wind had died down fairly good but yeah i mean tiger gave everybody a, they should i said they should have had a little check for a million dollars in tiger's locker on sunday and said thanks for coming you know what's what's that what did that thursday and friday and into Saturday, probably he was. He probably tripled their ratings, wouldn't you think? TV yeah, ratings. I watched more than I probably would have. I mean, I, I like the Masters, but I don't think I would have watched as much Thursday, at least if he wasn't, if there wasn't that storyline. You know, I went to eighteen. I covered eighteen of my love the Masters. It's fine. I love the competition, but uh, when you sit at home and watch it, you get nauseous listening to all these sonnets and poems and all this crap all like it's one of the wonders of the world <laughs> fine golf course shut up stop telling me these romance i mean it's you know like this like it's it's the closest thing we have to heaven on earth well it's not that it's uh you know it's it's a it's a it's a real good golf course that they have to keep tricking up and finding more distance and they have to uh you know they have to make it they have to make the green by rocks like rocks to defend themselves. And, uh, you know, which, which if they don't get rain, they can do that, but, uh, it does drive you crazy as a, just a, as a bit of a cynic about everything. <laughs> I, I, I just hate overdone romance, you know, and there's nothing more overdone than, uh, the masters telecast, probably the main reason being because they're, the old rednecks down there who run the place still get very upset and they get they banned you what Gary McCord ten years ago to say that make the bikini wax joke about the greens and uh, they they banned the guy and 
You know, they 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 only sign one year contracts for TV. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Every every year it's renewed because they want to make sure you don't uh, you don't do anything to uh, you know what comment on the sacredness of the grounds, which uh, you know just hit the ball, you know, make your putts, do you play around and shut up about all that stuff. You know, give us a little poem at the start, a poem at the end, but not every time you come back from a break, a tradition like none other and all this nonsense right. drives me crazy. But the golf is fun. Uh, although, uh, you know, I thought the guy, uh, Carson Smith might have caught him and beat him because that kid can really putt. And then he plopped her in the water on uh, 12, which is uh, the funkiest little hole you've ever seen in your life. And uh he, you know, he ended up making triple bogey out of there because uh, once you hit it in the water, you got to go up to that little drop area. And then it's about a 50 yard flip shot into this right. under the small little table there. It's uh, I was saying that my first year, my first year down there was so long ago that uh, Sam Sneed was playing his last tournament. We didn't know oh, it was wow. last, but he quit after one round. But he was old Sam, and the, the crowds were not nearly what they are now. When I went the first time, that was early '80s, before way before Tiger. And uh, but uh, I was down there watching a practice round, and uh, and uh, Sam plopped her in there. And there's about 300 old people sitting down there, old rednecks sitting down there. Hey, Sam, how you doing? And Sam plopped in the water on a practice round and gave us the. Gave us the profanity of all profanities, right? Uh, right there, the to the audibly <laughs> to everybody at about seventy three years old, he just dropped the big bomb right there. It was, uh, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, Scheffler is. You know, it's funny, isn't it, Mike? They they talk about learning how to win, and sometimes that sounds like nonsense, but it certainly Scotty Scheffler is has made that true because he, you know, he'd been close and, uh, and then he won one and the first one he won was Phoenix. Right. And he's now right, yeah. four, four out of six. Unbelievable. They had a stat yesterday. I heard that he played 140 junior events as a kid. I mean, he, it was his life, Texas kid and one ninety of them. Jeez. Wow. And this is golf. This is, yeah. you know, this is a, this isn't the twins playing the Mariners. One, one, or, one or the other wins. That's not the right. way it works. Right. That's what you know. And there's no doubt that I think Tiger's the greatest athlete of my lifetime as far as dominating the sport, even more so than Gretzky, because he he had a period of time where he was winning forty percent of the time. Yeah. In golf. Right. In golf where the least number of people you play against is 90 some, you know? So, I mean, it was amazing when he was good. There's no doubt about it, but uh, we saw again, uh, he, he basically told us that he'll, he'll be playing the majors and nothing else the rest of his career. So yeah, after the, after the, uh, after the match was, after the round was over, his yeah. interview indicated that he, he's going to play the British for sure. Cause it's at, uh, uh, St. Andrews, where he said was his favorite golf course in the world, but uh, and he's won there. 
and he's not sure about playing Southern Hills in uh, where the PGA is next month. And then uh, the, the open, I don't even know where the open is. Where is it? Open? Either. Yeah. I'm not sure, but he's going to try to play the majors, but I sounded like he's not going to play Southern Hills. He, Southern Hills is called Southern Hills for a good reason. <laughs> a lot of Hills. Yeah, I was down there one year to cover it when it was played in August and uh, it's it's a grueling uh, grueling golf course, and he probably doesn't need that with his bad leg. Hard enough for him to hump up and down those hills at Augusta. So, well, it was a it was a fun weekend of golf. It was a <clears throat> look a lot to look forward to this week. Like you said, it doesn't slow down. We talked about Tuesday already. Um, Chris Hine, by the way, will be on uh, Tuesday's show to set up that game. We'll talk a lot of Timberwolves on, uh, on that show. Fantastic. Well. Uh, Heinz, Heinz piece on Anthony Edwards. Yes. Was I was going to mention that. Fantastic. I read it. It was, I told him, I, I sent him a text. I says, only took me 15 minutes. Great. And, uh, he didn't know what I was talking about, but, uh, the quote in there about, uh, the woman who was his favorite white person. Was right. funny. <laughs> I remember I said, uh, I saw Larry Fitz Jr. there yesterday, or senior there last night. And I said, so am I one of your top three white people here, Larry? Would you put me in your top three? Uh, like, hands here. And he kind of laughed. And I said, well, I got you in my top three black people. You and Lavelle and Halle Berry are my three favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, I love that bad I. I howled when I saw that quote and Hein told me, yeah, he, uh, he, uh, he, he broke up a little himself. <laughs> that, that says anything, but it's, I don't think there's any meanness in anything he says. No, just, no but it's just straight from the straight from a spot. That's just a, a pure, a pure well right now. It's just yeah, a pure well. people uh, got to read that story. If, uh, and it's a great one to read in print too. It's like, cause you, Kind of want to. Put, it's harder to put down a phone or a, a tablet or something, but uh, you know, get the paper, read half of it, go get a cup of coffee, come back and read the other half. It's a great piece. It really and, was. It really and, was. Uh, a lot of fun. I, I love the guy too. The guy who had him in the house for two years. Yeah. That had to drive him to after his grandmother and mom died. He had to drive him across town in that Atlantic traffic back and forth every day and he said yeah i had him for two years and i felt like 10 <laughs> <laughs> that was a great quote i remember that that was great staying yeah, up all night playing video games and getting up and eating bad food he's apparently a junk food eater of all time so but it's uh yeah it was fun it was fun reading that's for sure it was i'll talk to chris he, about he that root for you, even though he takes some goofy shots and uh he's gonna have to, they're gonna have to the bottom line those fellas are gonna have to cinch it up for the clippers the clippers will show up and play so yep yes so, they will all right all right sir appreciate it we'll do this all again right. next monday okay mike see you